black ocean, cold and dark. I am the hungriest shark, fast and merciless. But the only girl that could talk to him, she just couldn't swim, tell me what's worse than this. And it echoes in the walls, it dance along the walls, memories of your ghost. Why, you're the one that I used to love, and I'm still the one that I never loved you the most. Spiky Ball Studios. Woo! We're live from the Dutch Hall. Here's the host of the show, your two-time President's Club Award winner. It's Pete Van Dyke, folks. Woo! Hey, hot crowd, hot crowd. Welcome everybody live from the Dutch Hall. We are Canada's only live here late night talk show, and I believe the greatest podcast ever to come out of a pool shed from Pine Grove, Ontario. And I'll tell you why. Because we have these guys right here, the Nocturnal Emissions, the greatest band of Canadian late night history. Let's hear it for our people. Right, 
Thought you had it by now, Pete. It's 301. 301? 301. We thought the timing was lined up now. Oh, I don't know what you mean by that. That has to mean that I yeah. don't know what you're talking about. That's that the I problem. Yeah. Exactly. 301 makes sense to everyone but me. I don't know either. Paul doesn't know either because we're idiots. We thought by this many episodes oh, that we would be lined up gracious. in sync with you ending talking and us playing the music. Yeah. No, 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 no. Nope, still. I didn't even know it was 301. <laughs> To be honest with you, this is actually our 300th week on the air. Oh, maybe that's oh, wow. why. Yeah, this is actually the 300th uh, week that we've been performing. Because I did this thing called a 300-week calculator on the internet. You can go and find out when 300... Because I did it saying, wow. like, I thought that 300th episode really snuck up on us, you know? And, I, and then I did the math, and I'm like, oh, no, it's wrong. And then I realized we did two bonus episodes, oh. and we took one week off. Which would put us off kilter by one week, which puts us to this week. Do you guys remember the uh, two bonus episodes? Uh, it wasn't one with uh, Jason Ryder, uh, Greg Bow, and Kyle Van Dyke. Oh, yes, it, it was. Warm up shack. Uh, warm up shack. Uh, there were a bunch of guys came by the Dutch Hall on snowmobiles, and uh, as I remember, Greg Bow, the guest on that show, mm -hmm. a dominated guest, All -star a unicorn, guest. dominated the first show to such an extent that the other guests. Didn't have a chance to get a word in edgewise. And then once the first show was finished, Greg went nappy-poo on the couch. And they said, can we do another show where we can talk? And then, then we did that <laughs> other show. Is that not what happened? I think that's accurate. Yeah. Sounds right. But anyways, Greg was a star of that first show. And then mm -hmm. uh, I don't know what we he called was. that other one afterwards, but it's, that was the second one. And the other one, bonus episode, we actually called it bonus episode live... Did we do two in a row, like just back to back? No, no. This was an episode. It was a bonus episode live from Dover. Nope. Damn it. You guys never came. Live. I did that. Live from, from Orangeville. Oh. oh. It was what? the one. The show we did in Orangeville. We actually released that as its own episode. Oh, that's right. Live on the couch there, right? Huh? Or something on the couch or the kitchen table? No, no. Orangeville? We did it. Where we interviewed oh. Jay Kipps, and then we... Uh, when we were on tour? When we were on tour at, the, at Jay Kipps' place. Where, in his blur. basement we did that? We did our show. We did our, like, our, the, song, the crappy songs that we wrote. Come on. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> two crappy ones, maybe two good ones, I would say, okay? That's fair. If we mix them all together. 50%. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we did a couple of... Uh, uh, you guys played a lot of music. But then, uh, and then we had Michael Jay's played the drums that night. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, and, and, and <laughs> I had marvelous. an assistant. Yeah, that was one of the most fun times oh, that time. a lot of people in that room have ever had. <laughs> and uh, one, of, we brought a super fan. Get this, guys! I didn't even told you who our guests are. I want to keep this, but I'll tell them afterwards. They're listening. And oh yeah, our super fan. That's right. We had brought a super fan to this guy's house. It's his house. It's not like a public setting. He, we said, can we do a show at your house? No, we said, can we do a show at your house? We weren't, that's not, we weren't invited. We asked if we could do it. And then he goes, uh, what are you talking about? And then we told him what we're up to. And he said, yeah, sure. He wanted to promote his band or whatever. And he's uh, up for a fun time, you know. But we show up with an RV and then all <laughs> of our, we brought actual, like, we, we kind of like ticketed it almost at his house. Like we told our listeners they can come, right? So I had people coming. And one of our super fans at the time, he was just going through a divorce, and he was really into our show. <laughs> he uh, drove up there and then brought us all tequila. It was a very nice gift, but we all had to perform, so we were thinking maybe not, you know. Until later. Right now, when we, when we get, we're not going to start pounding shots of tequila before we have to perform. Well, maybe afterwards or whatever. Anyway, so he, he poured them all already. There's like 15 shots, you know. <laughs> so uh, he thought, well, if you leave them out in the air too long, they must go bad. 
So he pounded those uh, fuckers down, eh? And then uh, uh, he became very intoxicated, eh? Until the point where I decided it's time for Pete to go to Nappy Poo and a bed in the, in the RV. And uh, my brother says, yeah, me too. We're going to go to the RV. Michael's still playing drums, having a great time. You know? <laughs> and then uh, all of a sudden, there's a commotion, like a screech comes out of the, you know, the the the, the other part of the house. We're like in the basement, but you can hear in the other part of the house, a screech. Apparently, I believe uh, the rest of us were trying to get some slumber. And uh, what happened was, uh, our super fan was naked on the host's bedroom floor when the <laughs> wife tried to go to bed in the master bedroom, naked. Yeah. And I have to admit, when I went to bed, the super fan was telling me his idea that he thought that is. He goes, "Is that hot tub uh, <laughs> open like, for business?" F- yeah, open for business. And I'm like, I, "This isn't my house, and I can't condone anything that goes on about that hot tub." But like, I would just leave it alone, man. And then uh, he kept asking and asking. And then he stepped asking. The next thing you know, he's in his underpants in the hot tub, right? And I'm like, "That really kills a party, to be honest, right?" How many times have you had a great time? Wes, you have a hot tub. <laughs> yeah. How many nights have you had a, been having a great night, but then you said, why don't we take this party in the hot tub? And then you, maybe it's like 104. It's a little bit too high, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And then you're in that hot tub, and all of a sudden, everyone fucking just falls asleep. It kills the whole party. I haven't had a lot of parties in the hot tub. Charters has partied in my hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> More than you have? You, ever, you ever come home and find some strange guy in your hot tub? <laughs> That's I true. Smoke my door and I just hear, Somebody wearing Brabant musk. <laughs> yeah, we went one time. Uh, hello musk. there. Oh, yeah, he was making some musk in Wes's hot tub. Yeah, he was numbing down the... Uh, Brewing an X-Pack. Yeah, he was like, oh, Wes probably has been sitting in his hot tub all the time just making this thing a steamy, way too rich batch of yeah. Brabant musk. Well, he needs some pull. We need, and Charles is like, I'll help him out since I'm here. Yeah. He puts his filthy Polishness into <laughs> it just to, just to like tame it down yeah. a bit. Just take right? the edge off. Yeah, thank you, Dave. It was nice of you. But it scared the bejesus out of Wes's mom. <laughs> she let me in the house, but not Dave. Dave had to stay in the hot tub. <laughs> you went right that in the hot a- tub. <laughs> we come back from a Glorious Sons concert, and you go right right into Wes's hot tub. I go in the house like a normal person. Well, he said Dave. make yourself comfortable, didn't he? <laughs> uh, Dave's just like, I'm going to be in minor pants in your hot tub. Like, I don't, no big deal, man. Uh, <laughs> needed a soak. It's actually what I like about Charters the most. Now, I want to say what I dislike about you most is that you do things that that are peculiar to me, like to the point where I can never understand them, you know? Now, this latest thing that you've done with your children, you brought them to some sort of a zombie. You got a T-shirt on right now. Zombie, what does it say? Hey, zombie watch. Mud Run, yeah. Canada. Zombie Mud Run, yeah. And where was this at? Is it Niagara Falls? You ever hear of like a Tough Mudder? You ever hear of that? Yeah, yeah. It's like one of those five or ten kilometer races with obstacles in it. Yeah. Where you have to crawl over stuff and under stuff. It was like one of those five kilometer race, but it was a zombie apocalypse theme. So they had all kinds of zombies like running around on the course chasing you. So you'd finish an obstacle, you're dead tired, come around the corner and there's this guy in full makeup like staring at you and grunting and then he just starts sprinting at you trying to catch you. So you got to run away from him. Why do you have to run away from him? Well, because you want to finish a survivor. You had like... You had would, the, would the guy kill you, though? I don't know what he would do. You know, but you, zombie. He's, he's most likely an actor in makeup, right? He was trying to rip <laughs> off... It was like a flag football belt you're wearing. He was trying to rip the flags off. Oh, oh that'd be terrifying. So if you finish the race with zero flags, then you only got an infected medal. <laughs> but if you had any flags left, you got a survivor medal. Anybody want to guess what I got? Uh, what did you get, Dave? Survivor medal. You survived. Because yeah. Fucking right, I survived. You know why you survived, Dave? Because of your fear of bullshit, right? Because if in my if I brought my kids, I was feeling bad because you tell me what you do with your kids. I'm like, boy, Dave's a good dad. Is right? Dave? Yeah, Ryan wanted to do it for did his birthday. Dave was the only one that got a survival medal. Did your kids push his kids, kids to the <laughs> I zombie? Stole, I stole their tags and stuck them on my belt. Or just. <laughs> I bet you your kids weren't as scared at all. They were just like, this is stupid. <laughs> These are like obviously left. college kid actors. Yeah, that was a real <laughs> tactic though, Paul. We, I would like get together with another family that obviously had like weak young kids. Like there was a bunch of kids running and then put the young kids between me and the zombie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then it was an easy pass. That family, Charles, looks, I, I that family looks weak. I prove you taking your kids. It's also like pedophilia avoidance training. 
right? <laughs> like men grunting and running after your children. Yeah, yeah. that's like, right. This is good training. Yeah. yeah. Also, Dave, this is another problem I have with this fantasy of yours that you brought your kids to. Um, the zombies were fast, correct? Some of them were. There was, there was a lot of zombies, and they they each latched onto a different like zombie era or like movie. Like there was some like Night of the Living Dead zombies that were slow not so and fast. Yeah. But then there was some like World War Z zombies, and they were just like Ben Johnson sprinting at you like pointed hands. Steroids? Screaming. Steroids. Ooh, that's fast. Wow, that's <laughs> dedicated. They were uh, steroid fast. To the part too yeah, to well take eyes. the steroids to just play a zombie. And uh, you know, it's re- it's not make believe though, right? Like it's not real though, you know. It is make believe, but I'll tell you, when you're there immersed into it, you really uh, it feels more real. Especially Can you the do makeup. That, Mike? Can you go to some place and just dis- uh, suspend disbelief and just become part of it? Like even when you go to Charters goes to the movies, he goes to see like those comic book movies, and he says he's fucking into it, you know, like he believes the universe is real or whatever, you know. Well, I just like to shut my brain off at those movies and just let the movie happen, you know. I don't yeah. try to figure shit out or anything. Yeah, yeah. See how Dave wants to do? Shut his brain off and yeah. just go with it, right? It Which I don't want to do ever. Yeah, yeah right. no, I, I actually I do get that. Like you I get, get it. it. I and I think if I have kids, it would be even more because you, you know, you you go along with what they're doing. Okay, I got this point to make. How about if it's like, remember when you used to watch movies like when you're a kid, like your ones your dad would watch, and it would be like Burt Reynolds or fucking uh, Clint Eastwood, Clint Eastwood, Charles Bronson. They're just like regular dudes that were tough and they kick your ass, right? Yep. Even Swayze and Roadhouse, man, awesome. rip your throat out. You rip your throat right out of your th- left th- boot blade. He knew. Right. Left boot. Yeah. Did you see what Swayze hey. did to Terry Funk in that movie? <laughs> yeah, he fucked left him up. He left him on him the riverbank. Yeah, you don't. Think he's scared? That's Terry Funk, man. Hardcore legend. Anyways, uh, there used to be movies where there'd be tough regular Joes, like you know, like you just like a ra- You believe Clint Eastwood could be a, like some dude that's driving a truck with a monkey, you know? Yep. You just believe that could happen. Now you got to be fucking Superman or Iron Man or some someone with a fancy suit or a rich billionaire with a belt or something like that to to make a movie. But what happened to just like fucking these guys from Interkip here? They're all f- fucking uh, kick kick your ass, Charters. I wouldn't want to fuck with them. Right, and they're real people. Mm-hmm. But you, but uh, farm fed cornbread. Oh yeah. You know why can't you tell a story about them? You got to keep something in mind. Oh, we got some good stories about them. He said it was in Niagara Falls. And I don't know about you, but I've spent a few nights in Niagara Falls. Maybe late nights, maybe up and down the strip. <laughs> I would not let any man wearing full makeup come near me. No. <laughs> oh, especially come, yeah. They would never come <laughs> near me. that's where yeah. he's saying it was? I'm out. <laughs> Niagara Falls. Big Dutch point. will not touch Niagara Falls people. Doesn't like it. All Doesn't like to yeah. cut a Niagara haunted, Falls jib. All those haunted houses there, you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. No. <laughs> I bet you those guys aren't even haunted at all. I bet you they're meth heads. <laughs> they're just like that, for real. Yeah. That's how they really are. Hey, What if it was? They're just going... <laughs> what if they're using real, real, uh, like, drug-addicted people as zombies... <laughs> for your entertainment. Do you exact feel good about that? Living in a high position of power like you do, Charters? The exact same thing goes for people from Hamilton. That was a fucking joke. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone from Hamilton? Yeah, anybody. Oh, my goodness. Of, of any kind of uh, ethnicity, particularly? or oh, Just Hamilton. Oh, boy. Now, I know what you guys are getting at. <laughs> I know what you guys are getting at. But it's not time yet in the program oh, to talk about oh. that. What it is... It's time for a segment we call Feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. It's feedback. It's motherfucking feedback. Welcome to Feedback. We got feedback. I'm going to do something real different today on the show. I am going to introduce our guests. Because I already referred to Big Dutch. He's sitting on the couch. You see him on there. And at the bar, we have two other Interkip people. Sure do. Of course, Big Dutch. We've mentioned many times on the show before because he's a constant uh, feedback provider. And we have him here live in the flesh in the Dutch Hall studio. 
So everyone, I'd like to welcome Big Dutch. You've been on the show before, too. Before One show. Two times? Two-time listener of the week. Two-time two listener of the week? And wow. two-time guest. Wow. Oh, he's a double two-timer. Actually, I actually have some live feedback, actually. Live feedback. He has the power. <laughs> and I'm, I'm here to say, Pete, that I hope your cookie sponsor came through tonight. Oh. Because you can eat as many cookies as you want all night long because I'm here. Oh. Hey. While you're, while you're talking into your mic, you can be just chewing on Chewing cookies, on a you know, cookie. And that, that's all good. Well, this is really the... This is really... Uh, we, did not, we did not plan this before the show, me and Big Dutch here. But I'll tell you something. This is going to play really good into my plan, you know? Yeah, let's go to our cookie sponsor. Why not, eh? You guys take it easy. I will be quiet, Susan. Oh, Susie, Susie, we really love your cookies, oh, Susie B. Susie, Big Dutch, he don't like Pete chewing on the mic, on the radio. But live it's okay, he can eat all he wants of your cookies, Susie. Have you got for us today? I can hardly wait. Susie, let's try a cookie. Ding. All right, that's it. Let's do it. Every week, we've been lucky in this program to have good sponsors since the beginning of our show. And uh, we got people sending us pepperettes. Sorry, I thought. Sorry, Susie B. <laughs> <laughs> but we've had people send us pepperettes. We've had people send us plates of cheese. We've had people send us bags of chips, bottles of booze, Birthday all kinds cake of great things. One time, or a cake. Remember the cake? Nice cake. Yeah, one time we got a cake. Thanks. Tub a of chocolate cake. Tub of sour keys we got one time. Oh, wow. Great gift. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, who gave us that one? Kevin Van Dungeon. Kevin. Kevin Van Dungeon, a thing of sour keys. Shareholder, no? Oh, I think he's a share. Yeah, he's definitely a shareholder. He's he's a definitely a shareholder. What a great contributor! And uh, so all these, uh, uh, what were we saying? Susan B. She sends us cookies every week. It just started when uh, Kevin uh, became our drummer, and then Susan B. Uh, became interested in our show, <laughs> and then all of a sudden we start getting these cookies, and it couldn't have been more of a pleasure for all of us. She sent us a message this week. She says, hi, guys. It's been a pleasure watching you all try my baking. But Dave, you take it to the next level. <laughs> Smiley face, written heart, colored in with red, Dave. Whoa. And then thank you. Peanut butter cookies this week. Oh. Pete was probably due. And now what I've said, I got, this is an idea for you people. Here we got two of, this is sec my second favorite thing in the world right here. Susan B's peanut butter cookie. My first thing is pussy. Ooh. I like pussy the best. And then this. Oh, what is, is this? Yeah. I'm going and, for this uh, thing. So if you want to take two of them, uh, there you can also. My wife's going around. There's a scoop of uh, caramel uh, frozen yogurt. You can make a little ice cream sandwich with Whoa. them. We're gonna turn it up on us. Wow. Also, there's a chocolate cookie, giant chocolate cookies. She says, and big chocolate cookies for the big Dutch. What's inside? Question mark, question mark, question mark. I got one Thank of you. those babies. It may Did be you get one, Dutch? Who knows what's inside? You know, you, there's, you don't oh, know what's inside of it. More chocolate. Is it really? Love herpes. Oh, I thought it was a dragon. You know, it. You know Pete, they're so, <laughs> they're so soft and chewy and delicious, I don't know how you make them oh, crunch her. into the microphone. So <laughs> oh, what I have is a real dry mouth. And then <laughs> when I put any sort of solid in there instead of a liquid, it just like really like... Chocks up, eh? Makes for great radio. Wait, wait till he puts a sandwich in his mouth. Oh, yeah. Look at that. that. Air. Oh, thanks, Jane. That's perfect. Look at that. I that thought is about a veteran this. move. As soon as How did you get the chocolate inside? I believe I was I taught, hey. in, I believe in Intercap, they taught me with the uh, muffins because uh, one of our guests, cupcakes, one okay. of our guests, his lovely wife or his lady. Lady friend? Yes, anyways, uh, she uh, is a master of this. What you do is you take the top off, do the same thing you just did. Make what? a sandwich out of it. Have you ever done that with a muffin or a cupcake? You take a muffin top and then put ice cream in it? No, no ice cream. 
you, you make the sandwich out of it and eat it just like you did. No, no ice cream, though. You turn the icing to the inside. That's right. Turn it, flip it upside down, and away you go. It's you unbelievable. You make a sandwich out of it. Did you ever have a beer? It is oh. unbelievable. Uh, it's a beard trick. You turn your cupcake. Yeah, so you have to have icing on the top of a... You don't have icing right. on a muffin. Yeah. Cupcake. That's my bad. That was your bad, Michael. And that's why I got fucked up. No one puts icing on a goddamn muffin. It's ridiculous. What's the difference, though? Huh? Great question. I don't know. It's like kind of putting icing on bread. You wouldn't put icing on bread, right? I would. Actually, yeah. The, the Dutch would. We're what about Nutella? Dutch. What's Nutella? That does... This this segment of feedback we got feedback <laughs> is really meant brought to you by Amazon too. If you go to our webpage and you click on our Amazon banners, you can do your Amazon shopping. Some of that money will help us instead of that bald guy because that's where we'll use the money for crazy stuff. He'll just like you know whatever he does. Yeah, pay for his divorce. Yeah, he takes pictures of his dick, right? Yeah, Jeff, who does that? Do you guys do that? <laughs> Maybe no. after you get divorced, yeah. Maybe. I could never do it. I did it at the weddings in the 90s, you know? I would take pictures of my dick. Because they had a lot of, like, disposable cameras they'd leave <laughs> on the table. So, like, uh, you get, like, a few whiskeys into you, and then next thing you know, you grab the disposable camera at the, like, little buffet line, you know? You take a couple pictures of your <laughs> flaccid hog, line. you know? I'm going to wait for Grandma to bring it in to get it developed. Congratulations. Give her an old surprise, you know? <laughs> Oh, there's a bunch of those albums with my cock in it, Paul, from the <laughs> 90s. A lot of good weddings, Charles, eh? Mm-hmm. Full bush. You might have one of those in your... Did you have cameras on your table at your wedding? I have no idea. Man, I took a lot of pictures of my dick then. But it's anonymous, you know? You can't... Uh, it wasn't like you send it to a girl and you say, like, Hey, uh, are you interested in um, spending time with me? Here's a picture of my naked penis, you know? <laughs> Has that ever worked? I don't think so. It'd probably work on a really kind of different kind of woman. Maybe not one that you want to spend a lot of time with. Maybe just one evening with. Okay. <laughs> you think? Do <laughs> 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 you like whores? But <laughs> 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 anyways, I'm trying to use Amazon to be the sponsor of our introduction of our guest this week. Three guys from Intercap. Oh. Big Dutch. Better Dutch. And other Dutch. Let's hey. hear it for them. I just want to say that so you knew who was talking in those other microphones. Now, we have one piece of feedback we got from our listeners. This one's brought to you by Clean Flow. You really <laughs> fucked that one up, Jared. Spent a lot of time on it. I'm just like, I can't get over this cookie I just ate. It is something. Oh, my God. The chocolate one? Oh, it's taking me... This whole time to eat it. You guys figure out what's in the in the center. Oh, so good. No, but it's delicious. How is Love. it still like like liquid almost like, but it doesn't run out. You uh, think it's a ganache? It's like some sort of a one ganache. of those lava cakes. You think it's a ganache, Kev? I'm going I with know ganache. I know what it is. Is it? A, you know what it is? I know what it is. I There's mean, a mystery thing in the chocolate. Is it cookie. Nutella? Oh, do you get it? Yes. It's Nutella. Oh, oh Nutella. <laughs> Dutch, yeah. That you is. saw a light bulb go off in Mike's head, like all of a sudden he's just like searching in his tongue for like what the taste is, and then the Nutella light bulb what came is that? on. Hazelnut? Yeah, right away. Is that came... hazelnut? Gosh, <laughs> <laughs> no, she's good. Hickman hit. The hazelnut. That's such a keeper. Anyways, this is from uh, live from the Dutch at gmail.com. We got this from former listener of the week, Kevin Van Dungeon. Happy 300th, fuckers. While I love the idea of being listener of the week, I get it. Goofball comments will lose to delicious cookies all day, every day. On another note, Charters hit another home run when he interrupted you for that update on snacking. <laughs> Phenomenal. <laughs> Do you remember when you did that, Dave? No. Do you remember when I was telling a story last week and all of a sudden you stopped me in the middle of my story just to say AJ was getting another cream puff? <laughs> you don't remember that? Where you're like, no, no, Pete, I know you're telling a story that probably has a point, but uh, you uh, you have to understand that listeners at home need to know AJ, who's not involved with this story at all, is just left, he's off camera and everything, and he's going to get a cream puff. So you said, yeah. wait, listeners at home, cream puff time, AJ's yeah. getting How one. are the people listening supposed to know if I don't tell well, them? Well, Kevin Van Dungeon says, phenomenal. 
Again, <laughs> phenomenal is what he said. He really enjoyed it. Thanks, Kev. So I guess keep it up, Dave. Keep up the good work. <laughs> and that's it for a feedback a week ago. I just have one more word to say about this, and that's Norpak. Beef people. Oh, that counts. I believe uh, Big Dutch might have been treated by them today. Treated? Oh. Farm show this week and had a little backdoor VIP service. Mm -hmm. That sounds dirty. You know what that is? That's it's, that's VIP. a listener. That's a solid listener that's getting taken care of by a sponsor. Oh, I thought you meant anal stuff. No, no anal. <laughs> oh, none of that stuff. Ooh, that it's a is nice a relief. It's a nice brisket. There might have been a line of 30, 40 people, but uh, I went behind the trailer and somehow found myself two beef sandwiches. You get a little beef on a bun. Oh yeah. Very oh yeah. Nice, very nice. Woodstock Farm Show. That's where I was when September 11th happened. Never forget. Really? Yeah. Well, Never forget. Let's bring the show down you? a little bit. Mm -hmm. Remember the skill. tragedy that was September 11th. It, I, every September 11th, they'll show that thing, and it's fucking horrifying. It is fucked. Really like, is. every time I, I, like, I know exactly where I was there. Yeah, yeah. It was fucked. A, but you guys are younger, right? You guys remember where you were with September 11th? That was 18, high school? Gymnasium. 18 years ago. How did ago. they announce it College. to you at school? They would say that New York was attacked? No, they said let everybody meet uh, immediately down in the gymnasium. So they gathered everybody up and they walked us all down to the gymnasium and the principal got in front of the whole school and announced it to everybody that planes just ran into the World Trade World Trade Center and this is what's happening. And they had a TV so yeah. we could watch it. Wow. Oh, wow. That's, I remember that same thing. I don't know if you remember it, Charters, from the space shuttle blowing up, right? Oh, yeah. I remember where I was that day, too. I, I was sick and that day. Yeah, when yeah. They, they brought us out of class, too. Well, we were watching the liftoff because there was a teacher on board, and she was supposed to do classes up there, and we would watch her classes and stuff. So they were sending, like, a not an astronaut, but a teacher, you know, to space. So we were going to all learn from her. And then she went up and blew up. I eh? remember that. Anyways, that's terrible. Yeah, Any other tragedies you want to talk about? No. no? And my teacher nope. came in and did a reenactment with puppets just to. With the September 11th? Yeah, just to just to tone it down for us, just to show us what. Oh. <laughs> softer generation. They just like uh, it's. It was a. You know what? It was a real tragedy. I'll tell you that right now. Mm -hmm. That's some fucked up shit. Ah. <laughs> uh, you can still make jokes about it now. You know, you couldn't uh, right away, but now you can make as many September 11 jokes as you want because there's been enough years past, right? 18, 18. That's like, all, yeah, 18 years. That's a long time. Is that the golden number? Is it you think 18? Sure. Well, I mean, there's a lot of people who are in college now who weren't alive when it happened, you know? So I'm like, yeah, I think you can make fun of it. That's the thing that boggles my mind, that there's some people out on deployment for the U.S. military, for, you know, the war was started by that. Yeah, yeah. And they are younger than the younger than the event itself. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that they're crazy? Still, and they're still deployed over there. Yeah, that is nuts, eh, when you think about it. I watched a uh, show one time about Nostradamus when I was young. <laughs> yeah. You ever That's heard of that guy? Nostradamus? That's a segue. I've heard of Negro Damas, but yeah, Nostradamus. <laughs> you hear Nostradamus? <laughs> Anyways, they're showing all this guy's predictions, saying how he predicted Kennedy being shot and all this stuff or whatever. And then, this is way before this shit happened. They go, like, the Cold War will end, and then there'll be, like, uh, there'll be, like, a period of nothing, and then there'll be, like, this other war that'll last longer than any of the wars before, and it's against an enemy you can't fight and all this stuff. And it was totally what's happening now, you know? Yeah, but didn't also he predict, like, 2012 to be, like, the end of the Mayan calendar or something like that? And that... Did not work. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he was 100%, this dude. He wasn't 100%. He's got a good ratio. Yeah. Yeah, he's got some good things. Also, he says it like in flowery bullshit language, you know? Yeah. That we all interpret as... What we want to what As what happened. We can look back and say, hey, I think that's what he meant. You know, what actually you can't see. Right. Could have been talking about ghosts and shit. Yeah, he talks about a guy with a blue turban that ends the world, though, as we know it. A blue turban. So we got to look for a blue turban. <laughs> That's what I remember of this show when I was a kid. Because I, I didn't care about the stuff he did in the past. I was all about the future to see if it came true, right? So then I was like, okay, I'm going to look for this blue turban guy. Because that was in the episode, right? Of course. So far, no blue turban. Well, Will Smith just, just did the genie. 
Will Smith ends the world? That son of a bitch. Wow, we wow. Good call, buddy. I am really looking forward to see Will Smith end the world, actually. It'll be cool. It'll be like uh, Independence Day. You're off by the French Prince. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air ends the world as we know it. That'd be something. That would be something. Really would be surprising. I'll tell not, you that. He's not playing b-ball anymore. So we, we have got these guys. This, you know, we've talked about different towns before. You know, we've been to Leamington. We've been to Orangeville. We've been mm -hmm. all these places. But we've never been to Interkip as a show. But Interkip has come up more than any other town in the world. And if you don't know where Interkip is, it's in the beautiful Oxford County. And if you don't know where Oxford County is, you just go past Norfolk and wait till it starts smelling like manure. You're in Oxford County. <laughs> right? Yep. Now, Oxford County is a beautiful, wondrous place. And one of the places in there, is it in Oxford County, Intercup? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely is, right? Yes, it is. The soil's rich. It's, it is rich. It's plentiful. Rich with manure. You know what I say? The only problem I have with Oxford County, and I got to tell you the truth, guys, why are you putting uh, big barns on that beautiful soil? That should go out to those shitty Haldeman people, eh? You put the big barns on that garbage land, right? It's yeah. all them new tractors. Go up to Gray County, you know, where it's all just rocks, those Bruce Gray people. What You can't grow nothing but cows that eat at the top of rocks, right? Like, isn't that what it, cattle? In Gray County, you know? Fucking garbage. Haldeman. But you guys got, like, rich soil in Oxford County, and you put big, huge barns on it, but we could be growing, like... Uh, like uh, whatever we want to grow, like uh, we're looking at a horticulture. We're all hort, hort farmers, you know. Like grow plants, you know. You guys like have animals that shit and live and breathe, right? It's a whole different game. It shouldn't even be the same thing. Do you look at Michael and say like, how is that farming? What this guy's doing? <laughs> because yeah. there's no animals at all. It's kind of like a hobby. It's more like a hobby. <laughs> Yeah, he just does it in the summer. And they then explained it at my wedding. Plants grow themselves. And the night. Yeah. Yeah, but if you don't milk a, if you don't milk a cow, they die, right? Sure. The tits will blow up and then they'll just yeah. bleed out, right? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that's that what happens? That's exactly how it works. I, I don't know if that's true, but I, is <laughs> it true? is it true? It is. I now. made up a fact, and now it's true. It's a Dutch hell. Dutch hell facts. But you guys like know the real truth about that, like you. You guys, if anyone fucked a teat dipper, it would probably be <laughs> like you, right? <laughs> it, if that's the case, his dick will still be blue. It would still be blue? It would still be blue. Tea so dip. when you put... Teat dip is ink. It's dye. See, but these things are more... These it's iodine, right? Yeah, you can always tell a teat dip fucker by the color of the cock. Oh. You're, uh -oh. in the, you're in the old gym locker. And, and see, this is the wisdom you get from getting people right from Oxford on your show because they know these things. They'll yeah, tell you. Straight facts, things. no lies. So you can't get away with fucking a teat dipper. You can. It's kind of like. It might you... be fucking tempting because it would be perfect, right? To fuck that thing? Well, I don't know. You think about the t <laughs> size of a teat. And the, uh, Why? How? It works for you. It works for you. When you're a kid, you're helping your dad on the barn. <laughs> I'm talking like you're at that age, like 12, 13 years old. You're starting to want to fuck everything in the house, right? That sort of age, you look at a teat dipper, you're like, my dick will fit in that. <laughs> you're definitely going to put your dick in there. Don't you think? <laughs> Wouldn't you, you do it, Michael? Oh, times are tough. Now, if you put your dick in there and now your dick's blue and you got to go to hockey and shower with your friends, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the blue dick, and they all, they all work, know. they all grew up on dairy farms too. Know. Now I'm going to think twice. I'll go fuck a melon, you know? <laughs> I'm going to get away with that. I'm not going to fuck this teat dipper, right? Pete, did yep. you walk through a dairy farm once, and that was the one thing that you took away from it? Uh, no, I, I used to lend money in agriculture for years, so this I went through a, did, a whole yeah. bunch of dairy barns, yeah. but never, not that many good ones, to be honest with you, because I worked here. <laughs> 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 I shouldn't say that, but we're not known for dairy down in Norfolk, you know. We're more for our, our plants. Yeah, it's, it takes a we're bit. The, we're we're, uh, we're, we're, we're uh, Canada's garden. It takes a bit of a keener, harder person to. Huh? It takes a bit of a keener, harder person to do the dairy. To do what? To do the dairy farming. Yeah. yeah. I was at a party one time. I'll tell you this. I was at a party one time, and there was a guy there who was a dairy, uh, dairy farmer, and his wife grew up on a tobacco farm, right? His wife 
had him convinced, and he even agreed to me, that it's harder work to live on a tobacco farm than it is on a dairy farm. And I was just like, like I grew up on a tobacco That's farm. That's a debate for this room, actually. Yeah. 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 I compare it to uh, a marathon versus a sprint, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, one, uh, uh, dairy farming is a marathon. You got you to gotta milk those. Doesn't go away. Those girls every day, you know? Or I believe their tits will explode and they'll bleed out, <laughs> as we've established it's already. It's a fact. <laughs> it's a new fact we made up. And uh, <coughs> whereas a plant, you know, you have to wait until you have this little window in Canada where you can grow a plant and you got to work your ass off. But then the rest of you, you're just doing fuck off. <laughs> a, plant will not, a plant will not explode if you do not take the leaves off. Mm. No, it just grows all sorts of fucked up shit on it if you don't take care of it. Yeah, but it will not explode and bleed out and die. No, it'll still grow. You're right. I brought my wife to a dairy barn one time. For an open house, I thought this is a beautiful new barn. You know, I'm bringing her to this new barn, and like it's a great time to invite somebody. It's an open, open house, house new is barn. One of the most beautiful things you can go to. Yeah. Anyways, they're serving Tim Hortons donuts. They always. They are. got like uh, coffee and all this shit. Anyways, I bring my little kids. They're this little at the time. My wife comes and brings them, and then uh, there she's showing them the cows. And then the one cow uh, just like uh, what it is. It, uh, the one guy was talking. And the cow just pissed all over his coat or something like that. And then uh, and then Jane was just like, that was enough. Like she had never seen it before. She couldn't process it, you know, like it was too much. It's she a was lot. grossed out by it, you know. But I had been in so many barns that never occurred to me, you know, and the cow was you know, my kids all they remembered was the cow could lick its own uh, nose, like in his nostril, you know. That they thought that was fantastic, eh? <laughs> Cause that uh, they didn't know any different, eh? My wife is grossed right out. She does not like manure, as it turns out. My cousin told me about this guy who delivered manure to his place. Do you know that guy? Who's this, sir? Uh, my cousin Kyle told me about a guy who delivered manure to his place. They oh, yeah. love manure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do love manure. And then he would, like, uh, when he has to clean out the manure truck, they'd come to, like, dump a, a load of manure, and they would have to climb up the truck. He would, like, climb up in his, like, coveralls and just, like, slide scoop down. it out like with his cable hand. Cable guy the movie. And then, like, slide down, down the... Sh the, the the shit truck, you know? And then he would just like be in his shitty slid down overalls and he'd be like, you want to go have a sandwich? And he'd go to a restaurant in his shitty clothes and just eat with you. Just loved shit. He didn't even care at all about it. Just loved his life, loved shit. Thought he was helping out. Loves a good I life. like guys like that. I like it, eh? Guys that have passion for what they do. Right. Just gets right into manure. Falls you know? deep. Yeah. Anyways, you guys, you're from Interkip. Now, these guys here, I don't know. Anyone been in Urkip? Yep. I've golfed there before. You guys are known for your golf courses there in Interkip? Oh, that we are. I think they're known for their fastball there, too. Oh, fastball. Yeah. I do actually know you guys for your fastball because I uh, used to uh, party with a girl who was on the fastball team, and she claimed to be the only straight girl on the team. <laughs> Is that true? That's what you guys must be good then. Mm. Eh? Are you talking fastball or hardball at Intercap? Fast, fastball. Fastball. That's a Waterford thing, right? Yeah. But they've switched now. Yeah, Waterford switched. Or Victoria or uh, St. Williams, right? There's not many left. Fastball's a dying uh, sport. Or Burwell, right? Burwell's. Oh, the Burwell. Burwell. Oh, the Burwell. Is that your wife? Who would be your big rivalry in uh, fastball in Intercap? It's got to be one of the Hickson teams, I'm sure. Hickson, is that your mortal enemy in Interkip? Is that the town that you hate the most? Well, people from Interkip are pretty nice, you know, so we don't have too many rivals, but... There's not a rival town hockey or anything like that? Does Interkip have an arena? Nope. No, no hockey team no, there? No, no, Plattsville. You'd go to Plattsville to play yeah. hockey? Yeah. Or Embro. Okay, so no hmm. hockey. How hmm. many people live in Interkip? Hey, Google. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How many people live in Interkip? <laughs> More than Blaney. 4,000? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> 4,000? No, you think so? That many? Now, the quarry. It's the booming, qu Dave. The quarry, that, it, that's also. The quarry is known for. People come down from fucking Toronto to People come from Hamilton quarry. to go to the quarry. Yeah, <laughs> people come from everywhere to go everywhere. to your quarry, you know? Yeah. And I actually know that uh, you won't find you won't find any locals there. No, that is fucked. I was never allowed to go to the quarries when I was a kid. Really, because it was a bikers, dirty, 
full of drugs. Hamilton. Just Good times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh-uh. So it's a draw for the people from out of town, but the Interkip locals would stay away from it. Yes. It's like Riff Raffy. for It's yeah. cleaned up since then, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just the dregs of urban society. Going. Yeah. 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 Well, that's real, interesting. Because that is your main, like, tourist point. It's like if people talk about Interkip, they'll talk about your quarry. Oh, yeah. And they don't charge, like, you don't just walk in there for free. There's a there's a, a admission fee. So a town making money. Yeah, that's a that's a big deal. They got they, like a plane down there or something. They keep like that. they keep the beer store open in Interkip though, so I will give them that. Beer store. That's the only Isn't thing it I'll a gas them. station beer yeah. store? Convenience store. The best gas kind. You can get your cigarettes store. and your oh, yeah. get, and your beer. Good hours. Same time. Real good. Yeah, well, that is, is smart business. Right open there. open till ten o'clock on Saturdays. VHS. Sense. They still rent them. Yeah, that's like once the beer store gives up power to a person to give you smokes and beer, you've like they've lost, like they're gonna lose. Beer store's done, right? Huh? Yeah. I believe it. Huh? Huh? <laughs> Anyways, guys, Interkip's four thousand people we've established. There's a quarry that you don't go to. There's not much going on, and yet on this program, Interkip has been the discussion point. Many, many times. It's come up in particular with one particular guest of our program, Joe Botello. 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 Botello? 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 No, Botello. Like a bottle, Ello, or bottle Ello. I guess I said it wrong. He's a bottle Ello. Botello. Botello. Joe Botello. Joe Belly. Joe Bolello has talked about you guys uh, in Interkip like week after week. He's been on this program. And, and I'll tell you, to his credit, last week for a 300th episode, he was on this program, and he did not mention you guys once out of respect for the celebration we had last week. But it was the only time since he became aware of Interkip that he has not mentioned you. And he has slagged you in many ways. Big Dutch, you've been probably at the biggest focus where he's actually sometimes even turned it on you personally. <laughs> and we've warned him, Big Dutch. We said, have you seen this fucking guy? He's like massive, he'll kill you. You know, like he's like, uh, he's like farm tough, you know? Like he's not like a, the guy blocks like out the fucking sun, tough. like he's gonna murder you and your, you know. Yeah, Joe's a roofer, Ooh. Yeah, anyway, so Joe is like saying he's not afraid of nothing and Fucking, he was saying like Captain Gary America. Farmer, like it was an insult. He was even saying he was saying like it was like he was going on like Joe, Joe's a roofer. Yeah. No, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, he's actually, you know, uh, I had him work work for me for a day. He's a good worker. I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. But he tells you what his skill set is. Joe says like, yeah, yeah, it's put the put the nail on this mark, right? No, that's it's a skill set, right? His skill set move here. this thing from here to there. Yeah. That's it. Skill set. You got it. Yeah. Shingle from ground to <laughs> roof. <laughs> Nail from gun to roof. Yeah. It's pretty complicated. Well, he wouldn't do that, though. That is not what he does. He would be the oh, one just that's bringing the <laughs> stack of... To the guy with so, the nail so gun. Just, so just ground <laughs> to roof. No nail. A bucket up the ladder, you know? Like, he'd be like a bucket up the ladder kind yeah. of guy. Just moving an object from one physical place yeah, to another Yeah, he's great at it. Place. Yeah. Yeah. You ever see his shoulders? <laughs> no. He can climb a ladder, man. He can fucking lift things. Mr. Bolello, he can't really. Yeah, but anyways. He can move things. Joe it, is, it makes uh, sense that Joe would be just like a, a great general laborer. <laughs> like that would maybe be like the climax of his life, right? He'd just be like <laughs> the best general laborer you've ever seen. Well, uh, number one even. <laughs> I wouldn't go number one. You know? <laughs> uh, Just like put this board here. He was pretty you know, good. Lift. I'll give him that. And he knows his skill set and he sticks to sticks it. To it. Yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah. And then he tells jokes too. Does, does he though? <laughs> <laughs> that's the part that's going to hurt him the worst when you go after his act. <laughs> it really is. I think it is. But I told him, I said, we're going to shit on you on the show tonight. And Joe goes, I like any kind of attention. Yeah. You know that, eh? That's I'm true. Like, oh, gross. <laughs> gross. We could just like trash him the whole time. He's like, they're talking about me. <laughs> uh, that's the funniest. Just lapping it up. And it's small. I noticed that when he was on the show last time, Michael, 
or no, one of these, one of the times when he was on with the uh, Go Home Joe episode, <laughs> he started telling this dirty story about him like fingering his like uh, schmegma out of his like foreskin, you know, and like waking up with it, you know. I was watching it on the thing, you know, just horrified myself by the content because that's like not my cup of tea, you know. But uh, Michael here, oh my God, was he offended? <laughs> I watched his face on the YouTube thing. You were not pleased, like disgusted. You do not like foreskin talk whatsoever. Is well, that true? You know what? I, I, I've been around enough of it in the old hockey locker room. And I've seen things done with it, and it is fucked. <laughs> like, he hates foreskin. <laughs> well, it's not that I, ha- I hate the, the fact that like, it's, like a, it's like, a, like a surprise. Like, hey, look what I can do with this. <laughs> and he does it not is like it at all. Some of the grossest shit. You ever heard of a piss bomb? I know it's a. Fa- That's like when a guy fa- holds his foreskin and pisses in it, and it blows up like a balloon, and then you let go of it, and it fucking shoots all over. That's fucked. <laughs> He's seen this stuff, and it's like PS or it PTSD. Them, you know, like I think there's some PTSD. Yeah, he because when Joe just started mentioning the thing, Mike got like clammy white, and he was all fidgety, not liking it at all. If you could look back at that, he has some serious issues with his friend in the locker room that has done some damaging things to his. Psyche. I would say friends plural. It's not just well, one. Not just one. Yeah, that's why it's. Oh, I only fun. know the one. It's like the yeah, part the of one the- particular. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. And that does explain that you have a tiny little bit of prejudice against the Portuguese. I'll tell you that. That could be why. It's you not have all Portuguese? their fault. I, I have lots of Portuguese friends. Great people. This wasn't murder. But. You're a little bit disgusted by their foreskin, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Michael, I just don't need to hear about what you're doing with that shit in there. Come on. I prefer to know that if you're one of those people that have not uh, um, done the proper uh, maintenance that the Bible tells you to, <laughs> 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 um, that uh, that uh, you deserve all the filthy stuff that happens to you. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that what we got I taught? I don't care church? either way. I just don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Right? Yeah, you don't talk about that stuff. You keep it as a dirty secret. And you hope a woman can love you for who you are and not the fact you have a gross dick. <laughs> anyway. I guess what I said to myself is I'm just like, fuck, thank God it's not me. Like, uh, it's our know. generation, though, too. Like, us guys our age, there was only, the only kids that didn't have, that weren't circumcised were the kids whose parents just got here, you know, to Canada. Those kids didn't have uh, uh, circumcision, but if you were like, if your parents were born in Canada, they fucking cut the top of your dick off. I think it's opposite now, right off. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going the other way though. No. Now it's opposite. Yeah. yeah. Now you you're, go into a locker room. They make fun of you for getting That's your right. dick cut off. Yeah. I think so. But uh, we're wired the other way, so we'll continue to make fun of the ugly dicks, <laughs> right? Until I die, I'm doing that. I don't care what it becomes. If it becomes like something where you lose all your fucking in- internet following because they're all like upset because you fucking foreskin shamed or something like that, I would welcome it. Because you that, can't take nothing from Is that from. a thing? Is that a thing? I hope so. I hope so. It is now. Like, if anyone has a problem with your gross dick, it's not my fault. Ask, talk to your parents. Oh, I say you or do, God. You do what you want with your dick. I just don't want to hear about it. Huh? That's all. You don't want to hear about, uh, it, uh, like, what about if a guy's got a nice, clean dick and he wants to say, hey, Mike, guess what? I don't have any schmegma whatsoever. You don't want to hear about that either? No, I don't. <laughs> That's good. Fair enough. He's even on both sides. You see that? You know, when somebody comes up into you in the locker room and shakes your hand and their dick's hanging out and uh, they say, don't fucking quit this, guys. This is awesome. <laughs> you say, hey, just don't talk about your dick. We're all good. <laughs> just look him right in the eyes. You'll shake a guy and never make a guy's stop. Hand. Never stop. This is awesome. <laughs> That's what he said to you naked? Yeah, right naked. Maybe one leg up on the bench. Either. I think he might have looked you right in the eyes too, Pete. The same person. <laughs> and Dave Charters as well. Oh, yeah, I'll never forget it. Yeah. You know what it was? Heartfelt. <laughs> right from you. <laughs> Was it Mer? Was it Mer? No, no, that one was not. Well, I'm maybe, oh. maybe some of the other ones. I'm surprised. But one not. Gosh darn it! I can't even remember because I was a little bit. Uh, Fair enough. Hazy. Anyways, keep it to yourself. Keep it clean. Yeah. 
Anyways, uh, <laughs> what I want to say is we've had a long conversation with these fellas from Interkip tonight. And uh, Joe, uh, they show themselves to be decent people. I actually think restrained. Is there any parting words you'd like to give to this comic, Joe Patello from Hamilton, who Slash manages roofer. to offend you every time he comes here? Besmirch your good name of your town, of your uh, people, of the heritage that built your community. He, d he continues to do that. This is your time. Anything you want to say, last parting words to Joe Patello. Yeah, now I showed, uh, I showed uh, other Dutch. Chode? Showed. Chode. I showed the picture that you sent me earlier. Which one? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. His Captain America outfit. So I gave the guys a little background of... Yes. They they wanted to see their Joe's act today. And then you also wanted to know kind of a little bit more about Joe. We sent you a picture of him wearing a Captain America outfit. It was actually the 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 cover photo for one of our episodes. That's right. I would say he's brave. He's brave mm -hmm. to, to be able to wear that out there and uh, show... Not much. Not much. Yeah. <laughs> so brave. <laughs> kind of looks like uh, brave man. Reggie Watts' older brother who never really left high school. Yeah? You know what? He wears that, uh, that uh, Captain America outfit. Uh, he likes to wear it to Comic-Cons because it, he says it looks, his dick looks bigger next to small children. <laughs> Is what he was saying. Eh? And uh, and he knows that because when he when he was young, it always looked uh, smaller or bigger in his sister's hand. And oh, okay. oh God. <laughs> no. Yowzers. Is that too? Is that not? Yikes. I thought we were doing this. Like, no. <laughs> Gosh damn it. That's an old midget joke that I recycled. Eh? That's a midget joke. Yeah. Yeah. Little person joke, sorry. I want to keep this clean. Uh, anyways, guys, that's it. That's an hour, right? Can you believe it? I just want to wish Joe uh, best of luck on his tests. Hopefully it's a man by grandma. You can't go back to that same joke. <laughs> now it is about the tits. Yeah. Right? yeah hopefully you know he's the it. most scared of you, eh? Well, he should be. <laughs> <laughs> he really doesn't know how to like find out if you're joking or not. I'm not. Paul's <laughs> <laughs> the only one that doesn't hug him. But yeah, I don't hug. I'm not a huggy type of guy. Now I gotta ask you then: Do you have a prejudice towards the Portuguese, or do you have? Are you just not like being touched by a man? I just don't like stupid talk and touched <laughs> by a man. Like it's not like the smegma stuff. Like right, it just puts me to I don't know. Yeah, it puts you off. You I'm, don't like the gross old stuff. But what if he just like was to come up to you and like just nestle his head into your like chest and tell you he loves you and maybe stroke your tummy? I don't like it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. We're all different. Charles was happy with it, right, Dave? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Cuddling, <laughs> cuddling with a garden gnome. <laughs> Anyways, guys, we really didn't hammer him as bad as he deserved. You're lucky these guys are decent fellows, Joe. We're getting you next. We'll get you next time. Yeah, actually, would you be interested in actually face to face one time, coming on the program with Mr. Batello and having maybe like a back and forth, maybe like some sort of a, like a, a face off of some sort, Interkip versus Joe, maybe for the future. Let's do it. Let's do it. It's in the books. Guys, if you like this program, you're weird, but tell your friends about it. Maybe they are, too. Uh, if you uh, would like to, uh, give us some feedback. Go to livefromthedutchhall.gmail.com, or you can go to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. We're either Dutch Hall or Live from the Dutch Hall. And then thank you very much to our guests from Interkip for coming out and supporting our show. Thank you to everybody who's tuned in tonight and most importantly thank you to Susan B for the delicious cookies until next week we will see you on T see you next Thursday <laughs>